All right, welcome back, my fellow degenerates. How are we doing? Welcome back to Game On. Special episode today. We, you know, rare events during the year that come around once a season, hopefully, as long as there's not a pandemic. And we got the Masters. We just had it here back in in uh what November, and now we're doing we're running it back. A little bit back to normal. So today's show, I got Eric. I'm going to bring on here in a second for you. And we're going to talk Masters. We're going to talk props. If you haven't bet golf, you're going to want to bet golf after you get done listening to this because it's fun. And live betting golf, I know Eric is really, really into live betting golf. And he'll, he'll, he'll uh, teach you a few live betting tricks. But first, before we get into that, today's show is brought to you by my patrons. What are patrons? There are people that want to support the show uh, and also get exclusive access to me and my daily card. You sign up at patreon.com slash game on podcast. You click the tier that you want to be in. It goes from $5 all the way up to $50 or you choose what you want to pay. You get access to posts. I got educational posts. I, I put out my daily card for you of what I'm personally betting. You get direct access to me. But most importantly, you are supporting the show. Everything that I get from that, I put back into this for you guys. As you notice, we've got a little bit better setup here, um, starting to build a little studio. And this is just the beginning. So if you want to help and come support and, I mean, you're basically getting paid. You're losing money by not doing it because you get access to my picks They've been pretty good. We're eight and five to start the month. Not too bad. So patreon.com slash game on podcast, become a member and you will get shouted out on the next podcast. All right. Enough of that. Let's bring in our guest. Let me unmute him because he was sounding weird. Eric, how we doing? How we doing? (laughs) I was over here doing some research real quick. Had to get I'm so, I'm I'm hundred percent surprised you aren't dressed to the occasion like myself. I'm dressed as a muni boy today, which in oh. the golf world is a municipal golf course. Mm. <laughs> I don't live that private life anymore. All right, Stu Gots. <laughs> muni golf right here. <laughs> so how are we doing? We doing good. Uh Masters. Masters is a fun time. I uh I I I wanna say I, I don't follow golf all that much but there's a couple times of the year that i do follow it. and masters no matter who's in it or the story behind it the masters is one of the the um times of the year that i like to watch golf uh I, like where i'll actually go out of my way to make sure i'm watching golf and betting aspect of it i've learned it's very very profitable there's so many different bets there's so there's i, I would argue there's more prop bets on, for the Masters than there are for the Super Bowl, especially since you can live bet at like literally every stroke. So plus, I feel like Vegas has no idea with golf when it comes to how to rank these things. If you look at the Valero, I know we're going to jump back real quick. The Valero Open right now on what is this? BetOnline.ag. The odds for Jordan Spieth, who's winning, are tied for first, and Matt Wallace. Plus 105 for Spieth and plus 225 for Matt Wallace. If you're watching this tournament and you think that one of those guys is going to show up, you're getting plus odds when they're in the lead. Yeah. That's not even taking the field. You're getting you're getting money if you throw on it at, at those guys. So the top three, you got plus 105, plus 225, plus 475, and Cameron Tringali plus 1400. 
and he's only four shots out of the lead. And it's just golf is golf is super fun to bet, especially betting the day betting. Um, like when you, when you're starting to live bet things, as far as like, who's going to win, um, you can get extremely good odds when it comes to, um, like the day of the cut. So you're betting the, the weekend round, the Saturday, Sunday. Like I looked at Spieth this morning at the Valero open, you could take Spieth and Tringale, I want to say, or uh, as a duo for like plus 200 or the field for like minus 175. So you, you pick two guys. Now Spieth's winning or tied for first. So either way, but you also have Matt Wallace who was in that field bet. So, I mean, you can get really, really good odds, especially when the Masters comes around. Everyone knows the course. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun year. I, I got some little sneak picks that I'm uh, that I'm eyeing. Well, and so we'll just jump into the, the, the very basic. We're gonna start with the most common stuff and then work our way down uh, for betting purposes. Uh, so, I feel like a lot of people, when you say <laughs> they're not educated in golf that much, and even if you are, it's golf so random. It's so so hard, but. My strategy would be because you are right. All these golfers, like the 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 favorite, Dustin Johnson, is nine to one. Like you're getting nine to one on a favorite yeah. in golf. That's just because of how hard it is to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. And my, de- especially oh, especially with the Masters, the Masters is very unique because a lot of the golf tournaments, if they're going to say let's um, let's say the U.S. Open goes to different courses every year, right? The Masters is the same course every year, and for some reason, it's a different winner, like pretty much every single year. Now, now, are you the know? whole like I know that they move the whole placements around every day during the tournament. Is that the same every year? Like, is day one the same every year where the whole placement is, or do they change uh, those? There's there's general there's general locations that they'll go on the on the final day on Sunday. Um, you'll see they'll they'll tuck them. Uh, tip and tuck is kind of the the golf term. They'll, they'll put all the tees as far back as possible. Uh, they yeah. tuck every pin behind a bunker right next to the water. They want these guys to shoot. Like uh, a lot of the Masters has it. A lot of these golf courses have it, where you're not hitting to the location of the pin. You're hitting to a location on the green and letting the ball work back. So that's going to be a lot of. You want to pick a guy that knows how to, that's played this course before. I'll go into a few more odds here and kind of some tips on, on how to do this, but you need to pick someone that's played the course before because they understand on the very, very final hole or uh, final holes, they have a lot of uh, pin locations that an experienced golfer can, can hit it towards the center of the green. It actually rolls back and gets closer than if you hit it six inches from the pin and it spun back because it would just keep rolling off. You know, and I, I like how the, the masters is set up because they, they do set it up to where it's high risk, high reward. So if you got a guy that's a couple strokes back, you know, on that final day, mm-hmm. he knows, well, I got to be aggressive here. And, and if I place the ball correctly, I'm going to be really close to that pin. If not, I'm probably going into a trap or water or something like that. So it gives someone that can, it gives an incentive to these guys to get a little bit more yeah. riskier because if they are on that day and they're hot, they could, they could get a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of birdies in a row, or even a couple of eagles opportunities. Yeah, it does. It does um, allow golfers to go low. I mean, obviously, back in Tiger's prime, when 
Tiger kind of changed the whole world of golf, essentially, on how golf courses have to operate. Because before, you know, nobody was driving it that far. Nobody was hitting those aggressive shots. So now golf courses have kind of caught up a little bit. Augusta itself has had to make a few changes as far as moving bunkers and uh, uh, tee locations. But, yeah, this this golf course, this tournament is actually very, very interesting because I have a lot of bets that aren't necessarily for winners, but people that perform well at this course because it's the same course every year. It's the same guys. Like Phil Mickelson is one that this might as well be considered his home course. Every year he comes to this place, you know he's making the cut, right? He's, he's just got that ability. He's a left-hander. It's a left-hander's golf course. Um, he just has that ability to make the cut every year. And so that's a pretty good bet. That's like Tom Brady winning the – well, when he was back on the, the pads. Tom Brady Hey, just, just say – AFC. Win. <laughs> so, Brady. hey, okay. So let's, let's, take, let's take a step back. Uh, yeah, so let's just go to, to, to win the Masters. To win the Masters. Uh, like I said, Dustin Johnson's the favorite at nine to one. This is what most people see, and this is what most people bet. But there are strategies of how to bet this. I mean, um, because you, what I like to do, I like to take about five, five that I like. You know, a couple favorites, a couple long shots, and one real long shot that I'll t- tell you about that I like. But then you're not stuck with it because they have odds through the whole tournament, so you can hedge your way out of something, double down on something if you like. Uh, uh, how, how's it going? And, uh, it makes a lot of fun. So you don't even have to bet it if you don't want to. I would argue if you like the favorites, which I, I, I do, maybe take a couple more long shots because, uh, if one of those long shots hits and then the favorite ends up, uh, actually gaining more odds for you, becoming more of an underdog, and then you could turn them after day two or something. How do you usually approach it? Uh, so I, I look for people, hold on, I got to look up something real quick, but so my big thing is I look for on people, people that, that is on the spot research. <laughs> That's what you get. He's dialed so, in. I'm trying to look up world golf rankings right now. So, so what you do is when you watch these tournaments, right, you're going to see even if you just are at your local golf course, right? And you're going to go play around and you look up, you're going to see Bryson DeChambeau. You're going to see John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Spieth. It's all these people that, you know, Bubba Watson, right? Bubba. So you want to take a look at um, who's playing well, right? Not necessarily the random one-off tournaments, not necessarily the the European tour, but who's playing well. So right now you have – uh, the tournament before the Masters, the Valero Open, Spieth is playing really well. Okay, my issue with Spieth is I think he's a head case. I don't think he's going to win it, but he does fall into a little bit of a some stats that I got here. Nine of the last ten winners were under the age of forty. Okay, five of the last ten were under were in their thirties. Okay, so wait, was Tiger that only one? Yeah. Okay. Um, Eight of the last 10 have been ranked in the world's top 20. And 10 of the last 10 have been ranked in the world's top 30. Okay? That's why I pulled up the world golf rankings. So if you pull up the world golf rankings and you go to number 30, Victor Perez. Okay? That means that 
Cameron Smith, Adam, uh, Cameron Smith, Jason Cockrack, Kevin Na, Max Homa, large March, Mark Leishman, Sergio Garcia, Justin Rose, all these names that you might've heard of throw them out. Right. According to the stats, God, I had Sergio <laughs> as a long shot, man. He's a former champ. I know. Same with Bubba Watson. 49 to one. I'm looking here at Bubba Watson, ranked number 58 in the world of golf. So, oh no, 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 no! I will not, <laughs> not bet on Bubba. I will always bet on Bubba. Bubba. Lefty's golf course, got it's, that driver, got the hair. So you need but, the hair. So at the end of at the end of the round uh, at the Valero, these these are all going to shuffle around. Okay, so this is still a week out. It still could change based off placing and points allotment. But if you're trying to get some better odds, right? Try to predict a little bit. So your top 10 right now, I'm going from 10 to 1. Patrick Cantlay, Webb, Webb Simpson, Tyrell Hatton, Patrick Reed, Xander Shoffley, Old Beefy Bryson, Colin Morikawa, Johnny Rom, Justin Thomas, and Dustin Johnson. You know, I, out of that, I like, um, I like Reed and I like uh, uh, Shoffley, however you say his name is, Shoffley. just based off of that and their odds. Because I think Shoffley is like twenty three to one. I saw on FanDuel this morning, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I mean, he's he's been in in the mix. Yeah. So in those, and you you just kind of look at the top thirty, right? Just based off that one stat, the last ten out of ten winners have been in the top thirty. So you can knock off a few, like save your money for some props that we're going to throw out here in a little bit. But yeah, let me take, bet these crazy long shots like Jason yeah. Day and all these people outside the top 30. But but take the old Louis Oosthuizen, the little guy who's about 5 foot 9 and is just a piss missile off the tees. <laughs> just let that guy throw a top 5 finish on him. Right? Louis Oosthuizen's always a guy that's going to be around. Um, there's a lot of golfers that play this course well. One name that I don't see on here is Zach Johnson, a previous winner. Zach Johnson is the typical guy that goes placement golf. That's He doesn't overpower any golf course. It's all placement. Ticky-tacky golf. Just I'm going to hit it to 150 out. I'm going to hit on the green. If I make birdie, I make birdie. But he's really damn good at it. So that's the only difference between him and me. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, but So what I'm looking at here, just for – I, I haven't quite picked a winner. I think I was telling you earlier, the, the guy that I do like is Justin Thomas because he fits more of a few of the trends. I'll read, I'll read some And he's more. like 14 to 1 too. Yeah, so, so, the, so the, big, the big criteria that you can look for is under the age of 40. Okay. He's in the top 30 of world rankings, so he's ranked number two. Okay. He's played in at least the Masters one time, and he's had a top 25 finish. So, and then... They've also made the cut the year before, so you ought to see how the last year's performance was. Um, have they posted a top five finish in a tournament before? They're not a defending champion, and they're not ranked number one. So nine out of the last ten winners were not ranked number one in the world of golf. Dustin Johnson right now is ranked number one in the world of golf. Was so, he the only one that won it? Because he won it last year, right? Uh Yes. When I say last year it was in November, it was just weird. But yeah, yeah, he he's the defending champ, so yeah, that probably goes of, against him too. Ten out of the ten uh, last winners were not defending champions. 
and yeah. nine out of the ten were not ranked number one. So you don't want somebody that's already won it. You don't want somebody that and this is all I mean, obviously if 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 this was Tiger World and you know Tiger Woods was still a thing, yeah, you're taking Tiger, you know. But with golf kind of everyone falling back and everyone's just as good as the next person and it's anybody's tournament. I mean, you're looking at a lot of good stats here as far as you got to pick someone who's obviously not the one number one world golf player and not a defending champion. So Dustin Johnson, see ya. So, yeah, those were all I think that's very educational, especially people that are, are new to betting golf like. You just gave them even just that criteria of like five things you listed off, you know, just looking in the top 30 rankings right now, they can just pull that up and do it. I think that's very educational and helpful for a lot of the listeners. Um, you saying all this, I've, I, we didn't talk before we did. I told this. You we I were just, it, we're just going to go straight into it. And I, I've got like six props that I wrote down. I think you've just like tossed out three or more of them right now. So I guess we'll we'll cover those when we get to them, but I'm not feeling too good about them now. I was like, this looks like good value, but maybe not. Well, so we'll talk out the props because there's some good there's some good props. If you watch all four rounds, you start knowing that there's props specifically for you know at the end of the first or at the end of the first, second, third, and final round. Like you can bet in between, you know, the leader after they make the cut, will he even be at the top of the leaderboard? after the third round like you can there's this is kind of the super bowl of golf essentially so these were my picks that i was looking at just one people i like to root on and two like some of them are just good value i think but it seems like only one of them meets your criteria and that is rom at 14 to 1 because dj divini champ out and then the rest aren't in the top 30 i don't think unless jason day's in the top 30 which i if you want i don't see why he would be 60 to 1 yeah, I'm looking for Jason Day. He's number 48. So, um, if if he has a good showing, like I said, this is still a week out. Yeah, but um, for those long shots, yeah, you're gonna want to. But which I mean, but then you also got to think about though too. I know Bubba's won it before, but you know, you got to weigh in. You know how well he knows the course. How well if he is just happens to be hot that weekend, because he mm-hmm. this course is a perfect course for his style of golf. It's just whether he's going to get hot or not. And at 48 to one, I'm willing to bet. Yeah. If he's <laughs> hot or not, you know what and I that's, mean? <laughs> that's the thing is, is, you know, I can reel off all these stats as far as the last one and everything, but then the odds are so juicy, right? Because it's still like all up in the air. So you're going, okay, so I shouldn't pick, you know, somebody that's not American. It's like, but I, John Rom, what were you saying? John Rom's 14 14 to one. It's like, okay, well, he's the third best golfer in the world. And I get those odds. So yeah, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So all these stats are good, but at the end of the day, you know, use your head on what you've seen in the past. I, I like it too, because I feel like, like I said earlier, if you take a long shot to win it, and 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 they're leading after day two i mean after day two let's just say they have like a modest lead or are tied in the lead they're probably at plus 500 to plus 800 ish range to actually win it yeah like you plus 4800 right so 
I don't know. That's why I kind of like the long shots because I feel like you can get value and then you can hedge your weight out out of it better than if you take the favorite. Yeah, so I'll give you a few long shots that based off of just the criteria that I that I listed off are going to be really okay. good um, people to look at. Patrick Cantillay. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming everyone – I don't need to spell people's last names. Um, Patrick Cantillay is plus 2,200. Okay. To win, um, he's one that I'm that I'm looking at. Um, before Tony Finau won, he's plus thirty three hundred to win. Um, I like Finau. I like that. So so Finau is always a good one. What about Actually, Reed? Patrick Reed is plus thirty three hundred as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sun J M. Nice little nice little young star coming in for you. Plus four thousand. Like him. Media would be rooting him on, yes. Uh, but the my my big guy here, I know I already reeled him off as as outside of the top thirty, but um, looking at Cameron Smith, plus four four thousand. He's an Australian Ooh. guy. He's got a dirty little mustache. Mm. Um, he is. I I have a feeling he's going to put on a show. I don't think he's going to win. So if you can get something as far as Cameron Smith in the top five, Cameron Smith in the top ten, and you find some pretty good odds on that, um, I would I would throw a few shekels that way. That's All right, I, is what I'm looking at. So Cameron Smith, oh, I guess I could turn on the lights. I'm sitting in the dark. Give me a second. <laughs> we'll let him. Uh, we'll let him take a second, and uh, he'll be back in one one minute. Um, yeah, great insight there, guys. Uh, top 30, hasn't won it before. All the criteria, re-listen to this, re-watch it. I'll put it out in podcast form too. But take some notes. It's not a perfect uh, formula, but let me add Eric back in. It's not a perfect formula, but it's a starting point. And if you can find one of these guys, if you just do a little research, you take those five things that Eric just listed off and you come around to it and you say, you know what, Tony Finau at 33 to one, I'm going to put some money on that. And, and at those odds, why not just for fun? And then you got something to root for this weekend. Yeah. You're looking at a previous winner, Charles Schwartzel plus 35,000. How would you not want to bet on a guy named Charles? Have you seen the pelt that's on his chest? That boy goes no buttons and just has a fur. That, that boy, you gotta you gotta get, throw a dollar on that. I mean, that's the thing is you at um, let's see, Mike Weir, a guy that's played but played here before. Um, he's plus seventy five hundred. Uh, there's just a lot of names. One guy, my internet favorite. My inter- I just love this guy. I don't know if you follow him. Max Homa, H O M A. You know who he is? Yeah. Dude, you got to get on some Max Homa Twitter. People were sending him, people were sending him links like, hey, Max, can you give me swing tip advice? And this guy's got like blue pants on, you know, blue shirt on, a blue hat. And he's like, I usually try to match my shirt with my pants, is how I get a better swing. <laughs> just, he just roasts people's golf swings. Love him to death. But if you're going to go with a Max Homa uh, golf bet, that's plus. Uh, 13,500. Okay. Okay. So let's so, wrap up. So to, so to win the masters, I mean, just, just sprinkle a little bit here and there. I mean, think about this guys here. I'll give you one. I'll give you go John Rum 
put ten dollars on John Rom, and when he wins the damn tournament, you've got a whole that's that's one hundred and forty dollars in your pocket. That's enough to pay for a whole year of my Patreon subscription. So there you go. You're welcome. Can I uh, can I warn warn everyone real quick? It was yeah. reported that John Rom might have a baby. And he said that family comes oh, before the golf tournament. That's the guy. That's <laughs> the guy. He said maybe he wins it. Masters. Hey, hey, let me spin it the other way. Doesn't have it, but he's going to win it for the new baby. Names his Motivation. baby. Motivation. Names his baby Gusta. Hey, I had a baby this year. Those hospital bills aren't cheap. So, I mean, you get that nice purse for first place. Oh, you wow. get the you get the deluxe suite at the hospital, you know? I think he's paying cash. I don't think he's going through insurance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh what do you you want to jump into uh I know you got different picks. We're gonna rapid fire now. We're gonna we're gonna turn turn up the uh the pace now that you've uh kind of given an outlook of what what to bet on. So let's go to um to finish in the top ten. I know you got a few of those that you like. All right. Um darn. Dude, I had props all ready to go. I didn't know we were going top 10. Oh, man. How about miss the cut? Do you have that one ready? Is that one better? I got to miss the cut as well. Which one do you want to go with? Beefy Bryson. I'm I'm thinking Beefy Bryson, DeChambeau. I He's think it's the plus, public's favorite. I think, it's, I think it's plus 600 right now to miss uh-huh. the cut. I, for some reason, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be, he is the, he is the only guy on tour that can, absolutely demolish this course dustin johnson hits the ball far and bryson dechambeau's golf ball takes a photo of it as it flies over like that's how far this guy hits it the distance between (laughs) dustin johnson and bryson's ball is a walmart okay so it's absolutely impressive how far he hits it the problem is is augusta has more time short game is short game and so i i have it's a wild one plus 600, but that's my one that I, I didn't do a whole lot of missing the cuts because the odds aren't too favorable, but beefy Bryson missing, miss the cut. I just don't see DeChambeau written on written in green on Sunday at the top of the leaderboard. I might have to jump on that with you. DeChambeau missed the cut. Um, I have one, one that I like to miss the cut just cause I like the odds on it. And I know that you said, earlier that you say just count it that he's going to make it but phil to miss the cut just just going based off age you know based off age based off age he's getting up there in years you know maybe he doesn't got it anymore maybe the pandemic was a little rough on him put on a few extra lbs has an off day i don't know phil to miss the cut is plus 160 that's why i was like "Mm." yeah i think we can all agree tiger's missing the cut so (laughs) (laughs) just all right Praise out to that guy. But okay. You got uh you got any more to miss the cut, or do you want to move on to top ten finish? Uh, the other one would be Spieth, but I don't know the odds on him. Um I know oh, he's okay. I know Spieth's going pretty hot right now at the Valero open. Um Oh, but, so then you're probably gonna get some good odds, like plus three hundred or something that for him to miss the cut. Yeah, I just I don't see Spieth winning, so and I don't enjoy watching him play golf. He's there's something there. It's just a personal thing. I mean, he's probably a great guy. I just don't enjoy it when he's on the screen, you know? So it's, I, I just prefer him to be off the screen on on Saturday and Sunday. But that's, like I said, that there's no. Okay, so that's a personal play for you. And we have yeah. personal plays, you know? 
Yeah. Like, I like to root on Bubba, and I'm going to bet Bubba. Oh, yes. Bubba top 10. That's one that I You got. know who I used to always bet, too? Um, I used to sprinkle a little bit on him to win it, even though he never would. He'd always have, like, a good first two days, but he's too old to keep keep it up. Was uh, Freddie Couples. Fred Couples. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Couples. Just yes. love rooting on that guy, right? He makes golf look easy, and that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's jump in. If you don't got any top to finish in the top tens off the top of your head, you want to just jump into some of the props that you were talking about? Yeah, well, so I do have top tens. I just nope. don't have um, I don't have the odds on them. So people that I like. Just, just name them. Jim, name them off. Okay. Just name the ones you like. We don't okay. have to worry about the odds. Uh, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, and Xander Shoffley. Those Ooh. three guys. He said um, that with such confidence, people. <laughs> such confidence. Yeah. Scotty Scheffler absolute man so uh i'm hoping that that guy six foot three age 24 he's a young star um top 10 finish is what i'm thinking he tied for 19th last year so that does fit some criteria as far as in the top 30 uh plays or played it last year had a fairly good showing 19th he played or he placed fourth at the pgh championship last year he had a really good um, tournament a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm liking Scotty Scheffler for a high finish. I don't know if it's going to be a top five, but I think he's going to sprinkle somewhere around the seven to eight range, but uh, Scotty Scheffler and then Justin Thomas is my outright winner. That's who I'm picking to win. But um, that's wow, that, that changed real fast. <laughs> like I haven't really picked someone yet. To, I'm going Justin Thomas. Dude, if, if I got to pick one, I'm picking the picks this point. I'm going Bob a top 10. Bubba top ten. Bubba top ten. Bubba top five. Bubba to make the cut. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba <laughs> and Finau, pair them up, make the cut, and top twenty-five finish. There's your parlay. <laughs> Find me the odds. I don't know. Boom. What <laughs> but you know what I hate is when you bet on someone and then you go to check the app the day of. Like you're at work on a Thursday. You're like, okay, the morning started. Let's see. And you just keep scrolling, looking for your guy. And you're like, oh my God. And then you just keep scrolling because yeah. they're so far down there. You you open up and you're like, huh, I wonder where Lee Westwood is. And you just keep <laughs> flicking. And it's like, <laughs> you, you, ever get, you ever get so far down that you're, you're flicking? You're like, I must have missed him. I'm going to go back up now. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably at the top of the leaderboard. I wasn't looking there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and that's that's the big that's a big thing with the uh, live betting when it comes to the Masters too. A lot of people uh, make moves as soon as they they play it very safe on Friday, Thursday, and Friday, just to make the cut, you know. And then tip and tuck happens. These guys are out there, you know. There's no cut now. It's pedal to the metal. Everyone's shooting right at the flat. Uh, right at the flag, right where they need to go. And that's going to be a big, uh, that's where you can get some live bets as far as movement. So if you, if you have, let's say a Dustin Johnson, that's tied for fifth, you know, uh, Justin Thomas, who's tied for fifth outside of that range. And they're only a couple strokes back, bet them, you know, throw some money at it that they're going to make some moves. Cause you can get probably some pretty good odds. Um, even you know what I, I like too, is you can, um, every day you can bet the matchups too. Like whoever they're matched up mm-hmm. against and who's going to win that day. Yeah, I forgot someone that's going to miss the cut. Missed. Who? Hey, someone that's someone that's going to miss the cut. Rory. Ooh, yeah, he's been struggling. I would bet. I would say it's more likely likely he misses the cut than Spieth. Yeah, 
Spieth or Bryson. But yeah, that's that was one I, f- I forgot. I texted you the other day. Uh, he had the absolute meltdown. Mm-hmm. What was that? 2012, 2013. What, like ten strokes on that on that one hole when after he was in the lead. So I, I went to Augusta, right? And I know you're, you're standing on hole ten and you don't see where his ball went. You go, you go. Oh, look to your left, and then you basically like take take a six hundred yard detour, and there's a house like off in the woods. That's where his ball was. Like it's so far out of the way. It's they should name it like the Rory Shack or something. Like it's <laughs> so far out there. <laughs> so it's one of those. I I don't see him. I don't see him making it. But that's gonna be a good one. If you can find good odds on that, I would. I'd sprinkle a little bit on there. I, like I said, I don't have those odds. All I have is the props up now. I'm ready to go on props. We're doing props then. Let's ju- jump right into these props. Uh, let me just give you one before you start firing off a bunch. Let's see. Um, I th- this is interesting. I I, I, I like this one because you get it for even money. So uh, plus 100, even money. The 50 full or the 50, f- whoever's leading after the third day, mm-hmm. will they win it? I say no. At even money. Now, if you got a guy that's five strokes ahead after that day, you're kind of screwed. But I feel, I don't know. I just got a weird feeling this year. It's going to be real close. Something's going to jump around. Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's. I mean, I like that one too. Because you got, let's say you have Spieth and Dustin Johnson, right? You have two guys that can hit shots. You can have two guys and, you know, Dustin Johnson's winning by one, right? He's within reach of, you know, falling out pretty fast and there's holes out there that these guys uh can you know or like you just said that what rory did rory was in the lead by a good healthy margin and blew that up uh the back nine this one and this this parlays into yours uh most strokes on any hole recorded will be over or under eight and a half over i bet the over because because the same thing you have that 54 hole leader next thing you know like, is that guy going to blow up? Is that guy gonna, just going to throw one in the water a few times? Just throw the snowman on the – well, I guess you got to go a nine. Or you get I, some I, of the amateurs on the very first days or, you know, just nervous to be there. Yes. <laughs> if they find the parking lot here and there. So this is, this is a parlay that I have. You ready? Okay, lay it on me. The highest score posted will be over 84 and a half. The the length of the winner's final shot will be under three and a half feet, and then the lowest score posted will be under sixty five and a half. God, <laughs> lay so, it on me one more time. Lay it on me one more time, quicker. So, so the under sixty five and a half for lowest hole scored, under three and a half feet for the final winner's shot, and then over for the highest score of the tournament at 84 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I'm on. So I have, uh, I have the lowest score under 65. I actually have, um, after round one, the leader is under 65 and a half at minus one Oh five. I like that. I, I just see someone coming out. How many times do we see someone coming out and just shoot a ridiculous day on, on, on the first day? And there are, up by a couple strokes on everyone else, and then they just peter out. I mean, if you want to go crazy, if you want to go crazy, crazy, will a new course record be set of 62 or lower, plus 1,400? 
Yeah, I saw that one too, and I stayed away from it because I'm like, ah, I'm not that that daring. Um, I was on the opposite end though. I have length of the winner's final sh- uh, shot over three and a half feet. I just like the dramatics. I want to be sitting there. Guy needs a, a eight foot birdie or something like that to win it, and uh, I just, I, I, that's what I'm hoping for. You're you're hoping for the curl in on, in on 18 where he's yeah. coming down, drops. Bubba just jumping up after he wins it. <laughs> Yeah, I see. Usually, where they put the pin on eighteen is going to be in that front pin location, right by that bunker. Everyone always misses it, and, it, and it's actually about a three, three and a half footer, as far as the how much the guys usually leave themselves. So you're looking at you know somebody that is probably going to have that eight footer that's going to curl, and it might it's going to be tickling that three like that four foot range as far as where where are they actually going to call it you know so i'm i'm thinking it's going to be like a little six, six inch knock in the winner taps it in we're all done all said and done but um yeah i, I hope just, not I, i'm here i'm here for the dramatic effect yeah if you bet that one just outright under three and a half feet is minus one and 30 and over is even money at plus 100 so that's why i, I was going for the odds there too yeah so i mean if you want to take that it, like i said you're going to where they're going to call it, it's going to be very, very questionable. So it's three and a half feet based off of the normal pin location where they put it on Sunday on 18. You're you're going to get somewhere around that four-foot range. Okay. Okay. So uh, what else do you got? Um, as far as another one, let's see. Number of players finishing under par. Um uh, I'm keeping an eye. See, on. I did. I had no idea to I, like. I had no stats to, or anything to back that up, so I stayed away from it. But I knew you would know, so I'm uh, glad you brought that one up. So, based off of finishing under par, the number is 21 and a half. So, will will half of the guys essentially finish under par? Um, I think it was last year or the year before when I think the winner was you know, plus not, two. Yeah, it was. Some some years these guys just can't do it. There's you know something going on with whether it's the air and the ball doesn't fly as far, the course or the weather. They just yeah. a terrible day. So I haven't pulled up the weather of Augusta. I was going to do that this weekend and uh, and try to get a little seven day forecast on what I'm getting on Sunday. So I got to wait till tomorrow to pull that. But as far as um, under, I was going to pick the over 21 and a half players because it's minus 110 um because i think you're going to get a lot of guys that are going to be one unders to two under range as far as anybody reaching the the 10 plus um i think you might get 10 10 to 12 guys as far as the one one to 10 range and then a you're really betting on are there going to be 10 other guys that are going to be above 10 or around that area um, it sounds like a lot, but at the same time, these guys are so darn good. Um, I'm, I'm going with the over cause it's more fun. You're rooting for pe- you're rooting for birdies, not bogeys. Um, but yeah, I'm going with the over on that 21 and a half minus 110. That one is kind of a long shot. I will not, um, be, be putting that one in a parlay, but another one that I like that if you wanted to parlay it together, cause there are two that are just weird uh a player to be disqualified from the masters oh yeah that one's like plus 800 or something like that 
plus 750 right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because golf is now in 4K on giant 80, 80-inch TVs, you're going to get some dude that calls in and somebody gets disqualified. I'm just I'm putting 10 bucks on that one just to win just to win 75. We're just going to see how it goes. Because okay. that I, I mean that one you're going to get somebody who's the rules of golf are so obscure. Somebody's the the thing is is if these guys don't play provisionals or if they sign a scorecard and there's something wrong, um, they're basically disqualified. So there's a lot of things that these guys don't even could they could be thinking they're doing it right and they actually get disqualified. That one at plus seven fifty, those are pretty good odds just for something out there. You know, that's like a you know, will the first score of the Super Bowl be a safety? Like that's the equivalent of that. Yeah. One. Yeah. You know. Okay, I got one here. I got one here for you. And this one is more of what we were talking about earlier about nerves, uh, uh, you know, just the, the the moment being too big or just someone, a couple of people having an off day. Balls in the water on the twelfth hole during the fourth round, over two and a half. What do you think? One person, yeah, I'm on the o- over two and a half. <laughs> yes, it's it's minus one seventy, so you got to lay some juice, but. I mean, one person can do that themselves. <laughs> so 12 is a little short par three that has water on the short left-hand side. Um, depending on where they put the pin, they usually tuck it on that left-hand side when it comes to uh, Sundays. And if someone's so, trying to be aggressive, trying to trying to win or you know play catch-up. Also, I'm pretty sure it was last year. It might have not have been the fourth round, but there was one round where – I'm pretty sure I saw everyone in the group, all three guys hit it into the water. Yeah. So this one's always interesting because it's where they put the pin, but also these guys are playing balls that they can spin and they, how, how they cut the, cut the grass is they drain all the water at these ponds. Then the mowers come in and just shave around the inside and then they fill the water back up. That's why all of this stuff is transitionless. So you don't have that big bushy grass that sometimes it can hold up in. Nope, that thing's cut right down. That'll slide right in the water. So I think I think you're right at two and a half. Um, if it was three and a half, I'd be questioning it. I think three is probably the number. But the real big one is that's not for the whole tournament. That's for the final day. Yeah. So that's that's one that I was I saw. I was like, damn, if that was for the whole tournament and it was you know seven, I would take that. But for the final day or any given or any given round, will there be three, you know, over two and a half? Mm-hmm. I just think because of nerves. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Oh. OK, um, and then um, I got one right here. For I, OK, lay it on me. And then I got another one for you. All right. Will any player shoot all four rounds in the 60s? Uh, yes, is plus 275. Parlay that baby. Will with uh, where where did that one go? Man, I just where to go? First time winner. Uh, yes, minus five fifty. So <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's the next one that I was going to say is the first time plus three thirty. Because I, I was, I'm just like looking at it. I don't know how many defending champions are in the, in actually in this field and whatnot. But I'm like, at plus three thirty, I'd rather look that way than the other way. But you're probably right. It's probably going to be a new champion. But I'm definitely going to be on the. 
uh, we're going to have Bubba repeat. <laughs> You're going with a Bubba repeat. <laughs> Just book it now. What are his yeah. odds? I'm taking it. Oh, uh, no. I, I'm like Bubba, 48 to 1, baby. The will any player shoot all four rounds in the 60s? I like the that. The thing one. is, that is such a sneaky bet because you get a lot of these guys that shoot. Let's see here. Par is 72. Um, so you're looking at, you know, three under each day puts them at 69. Um, I'm thinking for those odds, yeah, that's a good one to parlay because there's going to be a ooh, dude that ooh, just... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Parlay that with a correlated parlay. Parlay that one with the one that you were talking about earlier of uh, how many players will finish under par. Because those would be kind of correlated. Because if someone shoots in the 60s all mm-hmm. four days, that probably means the course was very favorable to most players, right? I mean, you could have someone, but it's more likely that someone shot in the 60s all four days because a lot of people were doing better than normal, and you're going to see a lot more people under par. Yeah. Um, that's that's, that's what, what you thinking. get on the show, people. Correlated Live. parlays. Live, I just live. thought that up. All right. The other one, uh, there is <laughs> the the last one is the nationality of the winner. Oh yeah. If you yeah. um if if you got any sort of you know data, it's gonna show that USA is going to be the uh favorite there. So mm-hmm. but for you, like you think John Rom's gonna win it. So you might not want to do that, but that could be your hedge bet. Um, you know, you could say John. Well, I've changed at the beginning. I thought John Rom was going to do it, but now I think I, I know Bubba's going to do it. So we're back to USA. <laughs> you're back to <laughs> you're back to Captain Pink Pink, huh? I'm the new Captain America, baby. Bubba button up. Here we go, baby. <laughs> so USA is minus one sixty five. Europe is plus two thirty five, and rest of the world is plus 520 so it's, it's not even worth betting the rest of the world because you might as well just take take your shot on whoever that is like go get their odds to actually win the tournament well that's what i'm saying is you might as well parlay sung jm yeah and you know sung jm from japan and rest of the world if you think <laughs> he's gonna win yeah. you know hideki matsuyama you know so or sorry sung jm is from north korea that is my bad or wow. North Korea, South Korea. We're going to get canceled now. <laughs> my, my bad. That was just right. looking at a quick flag. All right. I think that's that's good. I, I really like the stuff that you did uh, telling people in the beginning. Make sure to go back and watch that. I will have it on podcast form, but that to, you know, under if you're better off finding someone that's hasn't won it before, that's currently in the top 30 uh, of world golf rankings. And uh, what were some of the other stuff? So it's nine of the last 10 have posted a top five finish earlier that season. Oh, and we're under 40. 10 of the last 10 have posted a top 40 at Augusta. Eight of the last 10 have posted a top 25. Six of the last 10 have posted a top 10. One of the last 10 has had won it before. So nine of the last 10 had not won it. Nine of the last 10 also had to have made the cut before. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stats online that you can look them up. 
Um, but the big one is nine of the last ten. No, 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 no. You can just listen to the show and listen to the podcast and hit the like button. That's how you're going to get your information. Yeah, ranked in the world's top 30, played at Augusta, and had a top 25. Those are the three that I focus on. All right, Eric, you got anything else you want to finish on or uh, or any uh, last words? I do not. Um, take it easy, boys. Best All one. right. All right. And if you join my Patreon page, patreon.com slash game on podcast, you will get my full master's card. I will release that probably Tuesday, maybe Wednesday night. Maybe I'll wait till the last minute. But for being a patron, you will get access to all the props that I like. I'm going to, now that I've talked to Eric and learned some few things on here, I'm going to really dial in a nice, nice prop card, probably 10 solid props that you can cash right now and bubba's definitely going to be on there so just go bet bubba Justin all right guys Thomas, if you're smart exactly all right guys <laughs> thanks for listening uh subscribe rate review follow me on twitter at real game on pod appreciate all the support appreciate all my patrons thank you and game on parlay baby <laughs>